Welcome back to another episode of Miscellaneous. I'm Brandon T. McClure. With me is Sparks. Hey. How's it going, buddy? It sounded like you forgot your name for a second. Almost there. did. Yeah. Almost did. All right. Yeah. This is good. It bodes well for this for this episode. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are yeah, you? Good. Good. Yeah. It's been a while since we had another episode. Has it? Yes. Yeah, two weeks. Like wow. we promised the audience. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't feel that way. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, this is my report. Then, anything you want to bring up before we get started? I'm glad I didn't have to do homework. That yes, yeah. Okay, so uh, preamble before we get started. Uh, this is not my first uh, topic choice. I had another one in mind, but I couldn't get a hold of any of the material that I needed to get that one to get a good one going. So I, uh, so kind of last minute, I pulled this one together. Yeah, and uh, you know, I hope it's okay. Hope it's yeah, okay. I hope so too. Yeah, I mean, because we're we're doing it one way or another, or else this is the end of the show. Wow. Three episodes. Three episodes. Really hit our stride. Good run. <laughs> um, well, it's because it is December. Uh, we are actually recording this on the first day of December. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah. Wait, I thought we were recording this the day it comes out. No. Are we telling the audience we do that, though? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. You ruined it. This is not fake nerd. Illusion. Broken. Inside baseball. Fake nerd we do a day of. This we do not. Sometimes we do day of. Sometimes we do day of. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, so I decided to uh, do a, a Christmas or a kind of a, in this case, a Yuletide myth. Yeah. Because, um, you know, to celebrate kind of the, the winter season and a lot of the uh, winter uh, festivities around the world. Uh, and I, I remember last last uh, episode we were talking, we've been talking about for the last two episodes, Odin. He's been a prominent figure in the last two episodes. Yeah, he's come up a little. Yeah, a little bit. And he's got thousands of names. Right. Thousands. Yeah. Um, two of them are Yolfadir uh-huh. and Yolnir. It's so fun to watch you struggle with those. Isn't it? Go on. Uh, for more of me struggling with names, watch uh, listen to the Fake Nerd Podcast. That should be just our Instagram feed, is you just trying to read various names of Odin <laughs> and just video recordings of Some of them are easy. It. Yeah. Woden. I know Woden. Woden's yeah. a good one. Sometimes he's in this in these stories. Sometimes he's referred to Woden, but I cho- I just go with Odin, uh, just to get going. But anyway, um, th- both of the translations are Yule Father and Yule One, basically Santa Claus. Mm. So he's a very early uh, st- Santa Claus story. Right. Uh, so I do. So I titled the episode Yule and the Origins of Santa Claus. Mm. Uh, so let's get so the so the beginning of the story. Uh, so I've written down. The figure known as Santa Claus has many names. Chris Kringle, St. Nick, Santa Claus. Papa Jijon. <laughs> Papa Jijon. <laughs> I love that movie. I'm there with you. I know. Uh, <laughs> um, but the figure uh, we now know popularized in the, in the 19th... This is actually a really interesting fact. Popularized in the 19th century by the poem A Visit from St. Nicholas by Clement Moore is an amalgamation of many stories and myths from around the world. One of the earliest is Odin. Now, hold on. So are we saying that Santa Claus is a myth? Yes. But he's real. Oh, buddy. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's real. Yes. Yeah. There are many figures known as Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, one of them is real. One of them is real. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, the one popularized by the 19th century poem. Right. Actually, what was I found really interesting is looking into this. The figure that we know as Santa Claus, you know, the jolly old, you know, elf with the with the the real one, yeah. the real one. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is like only as old as the 20th century. 
Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, is that he in the 20th century is when he like Coca-Cola like really pushed that story. Yeah, like, I mean cuz he narrative. got he got popularized by marketing. Yeah, and that that's that but we know this character before then he was well, always be, seen as Well, a, because social media expanded and we were able to spread more artistry of the real Santa Claus. Yeah. So. Before even before even this poem that I that I'll, I'll reference a little bit later, but this poem um came out and then, you know talked about old saint nick and his you know in his red velvet uh clothes with the with his eight reindeers delivering presents around the world um he was that was like one of the earliest might have been the earliest looks of that character and before that he was always seen as this kind of old skinny wizard like character father time father time almost yeah yeah um if you ever see rise of the guardians which is not the Zack snyder one which that's legend not, of the guardians. not legend of the guardians yeah. also gahul not um, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, Rise of the Guardians, which is the DreamWorks animated film. Uh, Alec Baldwin plays Santa Claus, and that character is more along the lines of what he used to be depicted as. I still haven't watched that movie. It's good. I think you'd like it. I really do. Yeah. You've brought it up before. Yeah. I our, One of my friends bought it for me last Christmas, oh, maybe even earlier, because uh, they were like, you really should see this. You'd like it. And yeah. I have it. It's on my shelf. I really do think you'd like it. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> Movie night. Anyway, uh, so okay, so uh, one of the one of the key differences that was important to know before we get started uh, proper is that Christmas now seen as a time of warmth and joy. What used to be seen as a time of really bad hardship and kind of you know struggle and hardship because they because they didn't have you know modern appliances. It, people died during the winter, right? So having this festivity was very strange. Um, so that's important to know as we get started. Anyway, so as we told the audience before, Odin has many names. For this time of year, he's often called, I'll say it again, Yolfadur, <laughs> I hate these names, <laughs> and Yolnir, which is the easiest one for me to pronounce. Because it's close to Mjolnir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, both the variations on the translation, Yolfather or Yul One. Odin was seen by the Norse people as spiritual, wise, and capricious. Uh, they celebrated the midwinter Yule celebration where Odin was both a terrifying specter and an anxiously awaited gift bringer, riding his eight-legged horse Sleipnir, son of uh, Loki. Mm. Um, so during Yule, gods and ghosts went soaring above the rooftops on the wild ride accompanied by his sword maidens, uh, the Valkyries, and a few other gods and assorted ghosts. Mm. What's the wild ride, you may ask? What is the wild ride? Also known as Odin's Hunt, uh, or the Raging Host, or Asgardrir, yeah, as as Escargo, Asgardria, Asgardria, spell it, A S G A R D R E I A. Whoa! Yeah, spell it again. A S G A R D R E I A. Gardrira. Okay, that's close enough. Yeah, I'll accept that. Um, it was a um, it was it, it brought like misfortune and pestilence and death and war. Basically, it be, it it is what Odin became known as God of the Storms a lot of the time because it would just be like blizzards. Essentially, were called the Wild Hunt. And if you see like pictures depicted as this, uh, you see uh images of blizzards but in the blizzards are wolves and ghosts and odin riding sleep near and yeah like that. yeah when i was um when i was going to talk more about odin last time um i looked at some of this stuff this was some of the stuff i was going to talk about not 
leading to Christmas, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's intense. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Odin, followed by the ghost of the dead, would roam the skies, accompanied by furious winds, lightning, and thunder. To the believers, the tumult w- uh, must surely have been. I don't actually know what that means. I don't know why I put this in my report. The tumult. <laughs> I'm gonna just FYI for the audience. Uh, the tumult must surely have been evidence of the of the gods' passing. Uh, they would fly over the village and countrysides, terrifying any who happened to be out at out and about at night. Basically, if you saw them, you're scared shitless. Like the end of Fantasia. Yeah, pretty much. Or all of Fantasia. No, that whole movie scares the crap out of me. Okay. The stupid fairies. Would you like to know what tumult is? Yes, please. Okay. It's a loud, confused noise oh. caused by a large mass of people. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I put it in the report because it made perfect sense. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, he's seen as a very scary figure at this time, but he's also seen as a giving figure. Uh, Odin would also deliver toys and candy. So children would fill their boots, uh, actual boots, with straw for sleep near and set them by the hearth, the chimney, or the fireplace. Uh, Odin would slip down the chimneys uh, and the fire holes, uh, and they would leave, and you know, sleep near would eat the hay, uh-huh. and Odin would leave gift and candy, candy in the in the boots. What a nice guy! And it's seen, and it's seen as um. Actually, there's a reference to this in uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Is there? There is when Olaf is going around collecting Christmas, uh, collecting um things that he's doing. Uh huh. Traditions. Traditions. Uh, one of the traditions is leaving a boot by the fire. Oh. Yeah, oh. given the, I mean, it is Scandinavian. It is a Scandinavian story. No, it is. You're right. Uh, so you know, credit where credit is due, I guess. Um. So yeah. So so. Way to go, myth nerds. Right. Um. A lot of this is believed to be uh, early uh, influences, uh, uh, inspirations for stockings under the tree or stockings sure. over the fireplace. Right. Things like that. That makes sense. Um. That's kind of where the stories go there's not really a story about 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 yule time so i wanted to talk a little bit more about yule traditions which i thought were kind of cool okay the uh the yule traditions um according to tales of norse mythology by helen a gwerber which i still can't pronounce um I'm pretty sure it's gwerber gwerber yeah all right like a gerber but with a u in it gwerber gerber gwerber gerber now i'm just N- now you're you. saying gerber <laughs> gwerber gwerber yeah all right a lot of this, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but a lot of this podcast is just me learning how to pronounce things. Um, kind of learning. Detailed, uh, so the, the book t- uh, detailed some of the traditions from the Yule time that I thought that I wanted to highlight a little, a little bit. Uh, the Yule month began on the longest night of the year and was often called the Mother Night. The Norse people would assemble on a mountain and light a wooden wheel wrapped in straw on, fi- uh, wrapped in straw, uh, on fire. They would light it on fire. Then send it rolling down the hill into the water. So that was a tradition they did. They would go up a hill, light a wheel on fire, send it off. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, right? Um, I know so the Yule Feast uh, was seen as the grandest and the greatest of all the year. Everyone would gather around in great halls and just have the, the biggest feast. Uh-huh. And this was partially uh, because of Frey, Freya's okay. brother. Uh-huh. Um, so, but most gods got to mention during this time of year uh Frey, for example, um this time was sacred to the god the Norse people thought um because uh, 
I don't really know why, but the Yule time in this book specifically, the Yule time is in the chapter on Frey. Okay. So Frey gets a lot of mention in this in this uh, in this time of year, which is strange to me that he's not seen as an early Santa Claus, but he's mostly just seen as kind of like the guy. Just you remember the think of think of the personality of the Ghost of Christmas Present. Uh huh. That's kind of how Frey is depicted during this time of year. Okay. Not look, not look, but the kind of like always like cheering and feasting and come in and get to know me better, man. Kind of, yeah. Uh huh. Um. So, uh, he so so the people would honor uh, honor him by feasting on a boar. Uh, it would be crowned with laurel and rosemary, and the head would be would be brought into the hall with a huge ceremony. So, uh, uh they'd be very excited to see this boar because apparently I imagine this huge ass boar. <laughs> This is kind of how I pictured it. Ass boar. Uh, this is a quote from that book. Uh, the father of the family laid his hand on the sacred dish, which was called the Boar of Atonement, swearing he would fi- swearing he would be faithful to his family and would fulfill all his obligations, an example that was followed by all present, from the highest to the lowest. Okie dokie. Kind of strange. You put, you put your hand on all your food, and then they would eat it. Yeah. So everybody's touched the food. Time to eat. I mean, that's the way we do it in my house. I'm never eating at your place again. You have. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I've made you so many promises. Oh, no. Uh, another tradition I read, uh, this is not in the book, but I, I read this elsewhere online. Uh, another tradition I read describes the burning of the Yule log, which would be a large wooden object that would be lit on fire and would remain lit all night. If it wasn't lit, if it didn't stay lit all night, uh, it would be a, it would be seen as a bad omen. Okay. Uh, the ashes of the log would be collected and stored till the next year, where it would be used to burn the next one. Mm. I guess it was seen as like good luck. Like this one burned all night. Get the ashes, so the next one will too. Hmm. It's very superstitious people, I think. Yeah. Um. So, again, some some bit bit of Yule time. There's not a lot. Of, not a lot of these traditions are celebrated anymore. Sure. Uh, because uh, Christianity kind of did away with a lot of things. For example, Christianity literally moved the Yule tradition to Christmas. Right. Uh, it used to be on the 21st, now 25th. Right. Uh, which is Christ's Day, essentially. Um, but basically, uh, over time, the Yule traditions um, were moved by... Uh, oh, wait, no. I got a little ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Um, over time, okay. the Yule traditions would be rescheduled to cro- to coincide with Christmas, and Odin would be replaced by the goodly Christian Saint Nicholas. So people wouldn't celebrate Odin, sure. guess anymore. They would celebrate Saint Nicholas, uh-huh. um, who is a fourth century Greek bishop, always depicted wearing a red cloak. So this is kind of where we're starting to see the the image of the real Santa. Of, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, was it? Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? They were like. He's not really a saint, is he? And he was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm patron saint, whatever." I don't remember what it was. I should probably know that movie more before I go spouting off my mouth. Um, in Holland, as the stories went on, Saint Nick morphed into Sinterklaas. Say that again. Sinterklaas. 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 S i n t e r k l a a s. Yeah. Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. No, no, that would be a U. Did you not say a U? No. A a s. How? Double A. Santa Claus. Hmm. Um, a kind and wise old man with a white beard, white dress, and red cloak. He would ride the skies and roofs of the houses on his eight-legged white horse. 
Well, I wonder who that reminds you of. Uh, give me a moment. I, I'm not going to do that. It's Odin. Oh. Odin rides a white horse. Oh, yes. Uh, white. Uh, Eight-legged eight horse. horse. Most people ride, ride horses. Anyway. Ride white horses. Is it a white eight-legged horse? Sometimes. Other times it's black. I guess in the snow. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, specifically, the stories I've seen about the Yule time, it's seen as a white horse. But a lot of places where it's not Yule time, it's a black horse. I've often seen it as a black eight-legged horse. Sure. So I don't know why this, why the change. Snow. Yeah. This, it just got really snowy. Well, I mean, I think it's more just to be in tone with the snow. Yeah. Could be. It just looks better. Yeah. When it's all when when everything else is so white, um, so uh, uh, but he would deliver gifts through the chimney uh, to the well-behaved children on on his birthday, which was December sixth. Santa Claus's birthday was December sixth. Santa Claus. Um, so you kind of start to see like the 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 Odin come back into the stories mm. a little bit because you know a lot of this came from story. And remember, a lot of the Yule time traditions of giving presents, riding this eight-legged horse. Like that predates Christianity, right? Um, so the 17th century, the Dutch immigrants brought their tradition to of Santa Claus to America, and his name was changed to Santa Claus. So the Amer- our American, our Americanese, right, turned it into Santa Claus. Uh, the eight-legged horse was replaced with uh, eight flying reindeer, uh, and the tiny. One of the interesting things is like to kind of back up the idea that you know uh, Santa Claus's early origins were from odin um is that the elves are an amalgamation of elves which were from alfheim as we recall <laughs> from uh one our early re- early reports uh-huh. uh and the dwarves okay from svartelheim right so i have here the tiny elves uh who make toys um you know they make toys were all the all the magical weapons and jewelry of the gods and goddesses uh were fashioned by highly skilled dwarves so it could be scenes so as stories came on they just um, they just combined the two mythological creatures into one right i think that was because they're racist yeah because the gods are racist or people are racist or both or both yeah um and just kind of we're already kind of at the end of my report so this is a short report i'm sorry to say that was fast yeah uh i'll explain a little bit a little bit in a minute um i just want to end with this uh quote from Discovering Christmas Customs and Folklore, um, which is a, a, written by Margaret Baker. Mm-hmm. A good book. I unfortunately couldn't get my hands on the entire book, but I would manage to get this quote from it. Um, the appearance of Santa Claus, or Father Christmas, whose day is the 25th of December, owes much to Odin, the old blue-hooded, cloaked, white-bearded gift-bringer of the, of the North, who rode the midwinter sky on his, on his eight-footed steed to sleep near, visiting his people with gifts. So, like I said, I, this report is not that long uh, because a lot of this has been cobbled together because there's not a lot of story with Yule time because uh, there's no like I couldn't really find it's it you know predates origins it pre it, like there's too much of Norse mythology that has been lost these sure. traditions just kind of existed. As far as our history goes, so and because and again, I couldn't find, I couldn't do the report I wanted to do. I won't say what that is because I'm going to do it next year. Very excited. Mm-hmm. I've already bought the books. 
Uh, they just didn't for come a year in, from now. For a year from now, they didn't come in time. Uh, so yeah, pretty much, I just wanted to give people a little bit of a background on where Christmas, where some of the early Christmas stories kind of came from, and 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 a lot of evidence because this is just uh, theories. A lot of people put point to Odin as an early Santa Claus, and not really, uh, not really confirmations because there's no story to be like Odin is Santa Claus. Sure, you know, so it's just definitely one of those things that I thought was kind of interesting. Right. Uh, I first kind of got into this. I was watching The Librarians. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Bruce Campbell made a guest star appearance on uh, on the show as Santa Claus, who has uh, bipolarness. That's not how that's bipolar disorder essentially mm-hmm. and he depending on his not necessarily his mood but depending on where he is he changes his personality to fit the culture of that time so when he's in a bar he becomes odin mm-hmm. and i thought to like that was really interesting uh to kind of see and really like inspired my my interest in being like okay well, wait i thought santa claus starts with saint nick mm-hmm but everywhere has a Yuletide tradition, is a winter tradition, and it all predates Christianity. Right. Uh, Christianity, as we've, you know, I'm sure, I don't want to offend anybody, but like Christianity uh, uprooted the winter solstice, the pagan rituals. Right. And created and put Christmas there. Right. So I just thought it was, I just thought it'd be a little, quick little interesting tidbit to, to kind of tell people. How would you think? I mean, I was kind of vaguely aware about yeah. a, a decent chunk of it, um, with with Odin and uh, and the the connections that are left bare between him and and as we know the real Santa. Um, the, the there you go again, the real Santa, the real Santa. Okay, the one that the one that exists, the real one. Um, yeah, uh, it's. It's interesting. It's um it's a shame we don't know more about like what what was going on for Norse people, what they thought at the time. Yeah, there's a lot of images that you'll see of Saint Nick that yeah. look a lot like Odin. Right. Like I I saw one comparison where Saint Nick, you know, he's got a staff, his long beard and red hood a red hooded figure. Um and like compared that to an early picture of Odin. It's basically the same picture. Just blue hood, right? Because he was seen as like you know he would do like he was a wanderer, mm-hmm. as you talked about in the last episode. He went on seven month walks, <laughs> and or was exiled, <laughs> and or, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I found a I found a couple of sources uh, for this one. I cobbled it together. Uh, I, I found it on uh, I looked dictionary dot com. I used it as a source. Just kind of looked up Yuletide. So dictionary.com, uh, Yuletide. I did use Tales of Norse Mythology, which is a great book. Right. Y'all should definitely check that one out. Um, you have a copy of her other book, but it's basically the same thing. Which one? Uh, Helen A. Ger- Ger- Gerber. Is this a different book? Yeah. So they're basically the same book, but they have two different names. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. We have a lot of this. It's a lot of the same information. Okay. Um, I also looked up the Norwegian American, which has an article called "Don't Take Odin Out of Yule," which is a lot of fun to read. Okay, I took a lot of the, I took a lot of the kind of the structure from that. Uh, Poets dot org has the complete 
Visit from St. Nicholas, which I definitely give, uh, recommend you guys check out. That's the, if you want to know where, where the story of St. Nick as a portly bearded, as Spark says, the real Santa Claus, where that came from. That's where that came from. It's a really interesting story. Really interesting poem. Yeah. It's the 19th century poem. Um, definitely check that one out. And uh, I also looked at the orkneyjar.com which has the tradition uh, of the wild hunt. Ah, okay. So, like I said, I had to cobble together a lot of a lot of different information to find even this much information. I mean, that's typical of Norse yeah. stuff. But we were also doing it at the last minute. Yeah, I really wanted to do my other topic. Not to say you. that this topic wasn't interesting. Right. Just not a lot there. Right. So, yeah. That's really all I got. <laughs> What Short time, episode, guys. What time are we at? About 30 minutes. About 30 minutes. Okay. That's not bad. Oh, that's vamp. Um, <laughs> How are you, Sparks? What I'm, are you doing? I'm, I'm good. What are your I'm, Christmas traditions? I was about to ask you that question. <laughs> I was about to ask you that question. We'll have a mini a preview for our fake nerd Christmas special. What are my special. Christmas traditions? I don't, I don't think I keep up any of them anymore. No? Did no. you have any? Sure. Um, did you roll a, lo- did you roll a, a wheel down <laughs> a snowy mountain? No, I can't say we ever did that one. Um, I kind of want to do that. Where my Christmas? Um, light a giant log on fire. We always did a gift on Christmas Eve, like one gift. Yeah, we did that. A lot thing. of a lot of people did that. Yeah, I've noticed. I don't really. Uh, I'm, I guess we do Secret Santa. You know, my family and I we uh-huh. do Secret Santa. Yeah. Uh, I have a. We have a. We actually, you and I, we have a new Christmas tradition, which is our 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 fake nerd Christmas special, fake nerd holiday I g- special. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I would consider that a, a tradition, especially the last month, the last year's episode, which is probably the best hour and a half content we've ever put out. <laughs> I I maybe. feel confident in saying that. Maybe, um, maybe. Let's not plug another show right now, though. Uh, even though it's our show, um, I'm trying to think like Christmas traditions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we. When you did when you did Christmas, like when you were a kid, did you have like a designated gift giver? No. Yeah, my family did that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, I'm an only child, so it was it was always me. Remember, I'm also Jewish. No, I get it. So, a lot of my traditions, a lot of my quote unquote Christmas traditions, lighting the menorah. Yeah. You know, that's a quote unquote Christmas tradition. Well, do we, we want to say like Yuletide traditions? Winter solstice traditions, yeah, anything yeah. like any winter traditions, I guess. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't practice Judaism, um, but I, do, I, you know, we light the menorah. Sure. Pretend to spin a dreidel and know what it means. Uh-huh. Um, we used to do Passover, but I don't think that's during the winter. I really don't know when Passover is. Not during the winter. Okay, you know more about that than I do. Only because I've been to one. Did you really? Yeah. I gotta know the story. You gotta know this story. Yeah. Why were you at a Passover? Megan Nades. Uh, Megan Aids is a friend of ours who does practice and is Jewish. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the end of that story. It's I not interesting her, for our listeners. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be more interesting. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> um No, I'm trying to uh Christmas traditions. Um Just anything at the winter, really. You do a Did you ever put well, I don't know. Like I put stuff out for Santa. Cookies? Cook, milk and cookies? I always did milk and cookies and carrots for the reindeer. Oh, I never did the carrots. I was one of those reindeer. kids. I only did the milk and cookies. Oh, I was one of those kids. Yeah. I, I, I insisted on there being carrots for reindeer. We we mentioned it a couple of times, uh, Christmas movies that we, you know, we, the Santa Claus we, we quoted a couple of times here. Yes. Um, I, uh, 
I love watching Christmas movies. At, uh, you know, all the classics. Um, the new Christmas Chronicles on Netflix. With oh, Kurt, yeah, yeah. With, uh, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I would say Kurt Douglas. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell. Very good. That's really good. This episode has really gone far away from what we set it out has. for the show to be. <laughs> In conclusion, guys, uh, Odin for Santa on. Claus. Wait. Um, so, Odin, Santa, Yuletide. Um, <clears throat> man. Boy, I wish we were a little more prepared for this one. Mm. That's okay. Uh, Gotta put out an episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sparks immediately. Well, okay, so we're gonna decisions. we're gonna do like backstage of this show. I was all like ready to continue on in Norse mythology when we last left off last week, and then Brandon was like, "We're doing Christmas stuff," and I was like, "Oh, okay, I got to come up with Christmas mythology." So I started piecing together just because I'd already been looking at own stuff, the Odin Christmas stuff, while Brandon was working on something else. And then, like, two days ago, Brandon's like, I can't do the thing. I'm doing this other thing. And then the other thing was kind of what I was going to look into. And I'm like, oh. Except I, I'm probably I'm probably still going to look into some, like, St. Nicholas stuff. Yeah, go for it, man. No, I know. It's been, you know, Christmas yeah. time. And a little inside baseball. The story I was going to do was Krampus. Yeah. I wanted to do Krampus. Uh, but there turned out to be four books that I wanted to get. And uh, I couldn't get them. So anyway, next episode, I'm going to do Krampus. Damn you. And I'm not going to do it with the book, so it's going to be a much sloppier report. It's like this one. But then it'll be done, and then there you go. Hey, guys, we're just trying to get to the new year. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Let's third, wrap up this train wreck. Third, third episode. <laughs> Welcome to Miscellaneous. Um, no, I hold, well, we can, we can fam, discuss this a little bit. Uh, so... There's really, there's really never been any defining thing saying Odin and Santa are the same thing. It's just, it's just a lot of no, like, because a lot connect of connect the dots. You can kind of see it, right? Because Christianity, when it take when it, I'm a, I don't mean to say the harsh word of taking over, but when Christianity kind of crusaded its way, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's a worse word. <laughs> um, but it's not inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. When when Christianity kind of took hold of Europe, uh, you know, did away when polytheism started to kind of go go away and monotheism started to be triumphant. Um, I often say, you know, mon- monotheism is very boring. We should go back to polytheism. Way more interesting. Um, Those are impressive words for you. Really? Why? I just, uh, you just didn't stutter. You got them. It's good. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Yeah. Backhanded compliment, I guess. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, when when monotheism kind of took over and we all like believed in one god, um, there was a ban on you can't believe in this god. Sure, it is our creation. It is our way of life. It is our this. It is our that. Uh, This book is the quote um, the Bible. Uh, This book is how it really happened, and you cannot believe otherwise, or else screw you. You're dead. Right. Right. So a lot of a lot of like Yuletide traditions, which we're became, not we're not being offensive to Christianity. No, um, ancient Christianity just, is no, kind of mean. No, like if you're Christian, not a problem. A okay, uh, history, some shitty things happened. Yeah, I mean the Crusades. <laughs> That's all we're talking. Like you about. can't you can't discount the Crusades. No, um, even the Christian even Christians are kind of like yeah that kind of sucked. Yeah, um, well, it did. Yeah. So a lot of it is, a lot of it was definitely, like, you can't believe in this. So Yuletide became a celebration of St. Nicholas and not a celebration of Odin or or the, the Norse gods. So 
there was no written account of and this is a lot of you know we've talked about this before a lot of norse mythology isn't written down it's a lot of stories of the campfire do you know if there's a lot of other more more european ones that santa's based on i don't that that aren't or does a lot of it come from odin I think a lot of it might come from Odin. I don't know if, like, you know, looking at the other ancient worlds like Greece or uh, Egypt, I don't know if they... Well, it wouldn't be Greece. It would be the Romans, if anything. Yeah. Because the Romans took over and took everything. And then if they had something, which I yeah. don't think they did, to I'm be honest. I'm not sure. Because winter is very different in in places like Greece or Rome. Oh, for sure. For Egypt. sure. Well, that's why I was asking, because... Uh, I'm fairly confident there's nothing in Egyptian that would yeah. link to Santa. So it could be that that the the Norse myths the, of <clears> Odin <throat> are the earliest accounts and maybe the only ancient myth accounts of of Santa Claus. Kind of feels like it. I mean, I'd, I'm I'm not I'm saying this without having done any yeah. research right now, but I mean, it doesn't feel like there are many. <clears throat> we're vaguely aware of a lot of the mythologies, and, and yeah. I don't feel like there's a, a lot I've of always, other things. I've always knew of Yule. Sure. Like I've always heard that. I mean, there's a song, the song uh, Yuletide, May the right. What's the song? Famous Christian song that mentions Yule. I I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of the yeah, song. Yeah, I totally forgot what it's called. <clears throat> um, they believe uh, like I always kind of knew, and so I kind so through that through osmosis, you always knew it's related to Nor to the Nordic people, the Vikings. Um, How to Train a Dragon has a Christmas special where they talk about Odin. Uh, being a Santa Claus figure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Again, Olaf's Frozen Adventure talks because they're Scandinavian. Uh, they talk about it a little bit. So I don't think there is any. I don't want to say any, but I I don't think there's any prominent ancient myths that link a god to Santa Claus. Yeah. And I know that um, Claus, which is a book that I very <clears throat> much love. It's a comic book by Grant Morrison uh, and Dan Mara. Uh, they they bring uh, they kind of make a Santa Claus Year One style story that goes back to the Scandinavian origins of Santa, but they don't talk about any like any gods. It, it, they do they do make it a person. In one of the sequel books, they have uh, the Hall of Santas essentially, where it, it depicts the different figures that he's taken over the years, over the centuries, and it's, I, I think it's a really cool book. Yeah, it really does feel like Yule yeah, that's as the a earliest. festival is is the is the direct connotation yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, because we know that when I do. I'm, know, I'm looking. I'm looking at stuff right now on yeah. the phone, and we and know it, that it pagans really does seem like it. Uh-huh. We know the pagans worship the winter solstice. Uh huh. Um, and that's that's also what became uh, Christmas. Um. Yeah. There's uh. It, what it's it's called um. Mo. I'm gonna try. Modronicht. Uh, it's Old English for Night of the Mothers or Mother's Night. Oh, Mother's Night that comes up uh, in in the in the that comes up in Norse, and that's an event that was held on on what's now um, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that it's, might a, be... it's originally attested by the medieval English historian Beatty in his eighth-century Latin work De Temporum Ration. Uh, it's been theorized that um, sacrifices actually might have occurred during the event. Yeah, I heard. I heard a little bit about. Uh, I read a little bit about paganism, uh, uh, sacrifices. Like I, I think you know the boar was sacrificed to Frey, right? Uh, and then eaten. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, it does. It does seem like that's. But but it seems like a lot of it comes from 
from Yule for sure. Yeah, and then Saint Nicholas kind of Christianity kind of co-opted a lot of it, right? With Saint Nicholas and Santa Claus, and Popo Gijo, Popo Gijo, Père Noël. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get out of here then. Um, you know, I was gonna mention I was just um, I was there were Christmas songs on at my house earlier today, and uh, "Wonderful Time of the Year" came on. Andy Williams version. I don't know. Oh, that's the good version, but anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Um and I and I paid attention to lyrics I'd never paid attention to oh, yeah? before. And it's the it's the part where he says there'll be scary ghost stories. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the, the the song we can't remember that talks about the the Yuletide May the Yuletide I can't whatever. Um someone's screaming into their phone right now. Uh, trying to tell me the a lot of those old Christmas songs and even like it's the most wonderful time of the year is early 20th century right where the where Santa Claus starts to starts to form into the character that we see everywhere sure so early 20th century uh late 19th century is still Santa Claus is widely seen as you know winter is still widely seen as kind of a scary time of year right and uh, I was just looking at it and what it is is that you know, Germanic, ancient Germanic and, and folklore and everything, when they would get together around Yule time, uh, it would be around a fire. And when they're around a fire at, at the wintertime, a lot of things that they would do is tell ghost stories. Yeah. Um, especially like that kind of leans into the whole Odin's wild hunt thing with the ghosts kind of coming with him. That it's Odin like it's, would it's, take it's spooky and good. Yeah. A lot of those, a lot of those ghosts were taken to uh, the underworld for Odin. Or yeah, to either uh, hell or uh, I guess it's 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 I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now and it's they're saying that it's a kind of a lost tradition, um. Like uh, the the most famous would be Char- Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens is kind of the last great go Christmas related ghost story written in the late 19th century. Yeah, and then and then past that, it kind of it became a lost thing. Um, By the way, I love a Christmas Carol. It's great book great movie great everything uh might be doing some of the christmas carol soon so you know look out for that yeah in exactly one year's time (laughs) (laughs) um yeah there's a lot of i'm i didn't do the research so i can't talk too much about this but there's a lot of interesting stuff talking about the connection of ghost stories and and how they played into like this time of the year yeah i would Um, imagine it, it played a big role in the early years because like i said like i said the like the 20th century is when we've started to see santa claus as the figure we know now uh i'm reading something off of um desertnews.com it's an article uh because i'm about to quote it um and it says this whole thing so it says as lord protector of england during the mid-17th century puritan leader oliver cromwell was perhaps not entirely without justification when he tried to abolish the celebration of christmas Oh, I love this. Uh, As he argued, nowhere in the Bible does it tell Christians to celebrate Christ's birth on the 25th of December, nor, in fact, does it mention any holy day other than the Lord's Sabbath. On top of that, the 25th of December was not an arbitrary choice for early Christians. Rather, it was selected because of its connection with pagan festivals like Yule and Sol Invictus, the birthday of the unconquered sun, both of which commemorated the winter solstice 
uh, or the longest night of the year. These festivals celebrated the death of light and its subsequent rebirth the following day. It was for the obvious symbolic connotations that early Christians adopted dates significant to pagan Romans and Northern Europeans. And in addition to being the longest night of the year, however, winter solstice was also traditionally held to be the most haunted due to its association with death of the sun and light. It was the one night of the year when the barrier between the world of the living and the deceased was thinnest. On Christmas Eve, ghosts could walk the earth and finish unsettled business, and exemplified as exemplified by the apparition of Marley and Charles Dickens' Christmas masterpiece. So that's interesting. So a lot of this was co-opted for Halloween, essentially. Kinda. Yeah, because you know a lot of people think now that, that that's the when the barrier between worlds would be the thinnest. Is, yeah, is All Hallows Eve, and a lot of that came from like Cinco de Muertos. Nope, that's not. Dia de los Dia Muertos. De los I'm go. so sorry. That no, was that's okay. probably one of the most racist things I've ever done. Well, you didn't go all the way to Cinco de Mayo. You you had the right idea. It just said Cinco in the front. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you for re- thank you for sharing that. Might have single handedly saved this saved my report. Well, I mean, it was just it, it struck me as I'd never really paid attention to that lyric that much. Yeah. Until for some reason today, I was sitting. I was what it was is the song was playing in the background, and yeah. then I'd left the room. And I was sitting upstairs and I was going through the song, like I, the song was in my head. And so I was going through the lyrics and then I'd out loud to myself quietly in another room said, um, there'll be scary ghost stories. And I was like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a happy song. Why are we talking about scary ghost yeah. stories? And that had never jumped out at me before. And I've sang that song, but it never like, I had to be alone by myself reflecting on it quietly yeah. and saying it out loud to really catch it and go, whoa, what? Yeah. Um, and I'd never really given it a second thought, but it, it it does come from this whole tradition of used to tell spooky stories. Um, and that makes a lot of sense with the whole longest night of the year thing. Yeah, that, that, goes, that, back idea. To, that goes back to what I said in the beginning of, of my, my report where, um, you know, the the winter time was seen as a, as a scary, dark, uh, cold time and not as the warmth giving time we see it as now. Right. So, uh, shall we, shall we end it then? Shall we end it there? Yeah. I mean, I don't have enough facts about everything else, but it's interesting stuff. Um, it's weird. Yeah. We're about 45 minutes now. All right. There we go. We got an episode. Uh, all right then. Uh, next week guys, we won't have an episode, but we are going to have a special. Uh, we are. Yeah. Uh, so, over on our the other show that that Sparks and I do, which is Fake Nerd Podcast. Oh, we're dropping that next. Got it. Yeah, we're dropping that next week. Oh, so okay. over on the over on the other show that we do, which is Fake Nerd Podcast, um, we uh, are recording a review special for the God of War 2018 game, which leans heavily into uh, Norse mythology uh, and things like that. If you know anything about the God of War series, so uh, we thought it'd be fun to drop that on this feed as well because it deals with mythology and things like sure, that. Sure, absolutely. So, so we'll have uh, three episodes this year, this month, and not not just two. Okay. Uh, and then the next episode, the next proper episode, will be Sparks's report, as as you all know. Yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas what you're gonna do, or do you want? Well, as I said earlier, this was uh, your idea. I was gonna connect some Odin stuff, and probably like everything I've already been talking about, like the, looking into the scary ghost story stuff. I was probably gonna vamp more on that, but yeah. um, right now, uh. I'll I'll think on it a little, but it, it's probably going to be an exploration into like the actual Saint Nicholas story. That'd be cool. Um, because I don't think I don't. There's not a lot of like Christmas mythology. 
there's a lot of winter mythology. There's a right. lot of winter creatures and characters and yeah, figures. That, yeah, yeah. But it, but it's also really isolated to a lot of Norse mm-hmm. and a lot of um, Anglo-Saxon yeah. and a lot of then then Christian. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, e- expansive. Um, so I'll think on that. Yeah. Um, all right. So then that'll do it for us. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Um, if you uh, if you like the show, you might want to check out our other show, Fake Nerd Podcast, if you haven't already. Uh, that's also uh, wherever podcasts are listened to. Um, thank you to Jeremy Vellucci. Right. Do you have something you want to say? No. No. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci. Uh, he does our he does our uh, theme music, um, our outro music, really. Um, you can find him at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards or on his other show, Suburban Proctologist which is on iTunes, facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official, and Instagram at Subprop Podcast. You can find Mike Matola, who does our logo, and also the logo on uh, Fake Nerd. Uh, you can find him at Mike Matola. Uh, you can get involved with us. We have a Twitter. Mike Matola will be a guest on the Fake Nerd Podcast the following oh. episode after this one comes out. Yes. Uh, very excited about that. Hopefully we can get him on this show. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm sure eventually. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram on Miscellaneous P. Uh, we've been a little... Uh, I was a little silent on Twitter this whole week. Sorry. Um, but you'll also find us Miscellaneous at gmail.com. Uh, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Uh, Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate and review wherever you get us. And uh, hopefully we'll be on more podcast services as the... Uh, as the weeks go on. Where are we right now? iTunes and SoundCloud only. I'm mm. hoping to get us on Google Play tonight. Oh, well, there you go. So yeah, by the time you listen to this, we might be already on Google Play. Neat. Until next week, guys, uh, we will we'll talk to you then. Happy holidays. Happy Yule time. I don't know. i got to find an outro. 